previously on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. Sign of good faith. These jobs, if they're still available, are yours for sure. Uncle Joshi, of course, uh, who has an invitation to an exclusive auction where he hopes to purchase an undisclosed surface relic, uh, and he needs representatives to attend the auction. I'll bankroll you. You get what I uh, ask for, and then uh, you come on home. It's a it's a journal. It's a a journal from an, uh, an old Delmer architect. I have zero need for it, but I know plenty of folks who would. It is twenty lux. I'm gonna give you whatever else you have left. Uh, you can keep. Nobody there can see anybody else's faces. If you don't succeed the fair way, you could try and come about it another way. Roll that beautiful D100 footage. That out of 100, you got a a one? It's a squid about the size of your ship, and it attaches one of its tentacles to the front of the ship and then blasts out an enormous, all-encompassing black cloud of ink. And then you feel the Coriolis move. The fuck? A one? So what happens on a one? I'm sorry would be a good start. have taken a great deal of duress and criticism for rolling a one on my hundred-sided die thing that I Uh I rolled. I would like to point out that if it had been any other number, any number you roll is a one in a hundred chance. If it was a seven, it'd be a one in a hundred chance. If it was a 99, it'd be a one in a hundred chance. So to criticize me... No, we're rolling yeah. something that was exactly the same odds. Who's you you are misunderstanding. This is a misread of the situation, Dad. The criticism and not is not how you rolled the dice. I mean, you rolled the dice and it came up. The criticism is rather how often uh, Lady Luck likes to take a shit on our dad. A big dumperoonie. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, a, it's, it's just a big oh, old. Oh. Well, so I shouldn't take it personally. Well, I mean, you should, because you've done something to anger the fates, clearly. Uh, I don't know what choice you made at some point. But the criticism isn't like, oh, you got a number. It's Mm. that you got the worst number. The worst one of them. I understand. If we're using statistics also, Dad, I'd like to say that there was a 99% chance that you would roll any other number. Correct. That would not prove catastrophic. I would say, though, in a sense, I... Is it one better than two? I mean, no, can I pause you, it that? Because it's you like mean interest level wise. Well, it's just like that's almost the funniest thing that could happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, one yeah. is the funniest thing that could happen while still being bad. Okay, we're ready. Go ahead, Griffin. Shit on our heads. So you all are 
in the Coriolis, and it is covered in this pitch black cloud uh, of ink that you saw this, you know, armored squid shoot out at you before it stuck one of its its tendrils to you. Uh, there's the Taz drinking game. I said tendril. Oh yeah, nice. nice. Take a take a sip, uh, and started to pull your ship slowly downward. Yeah, it's just pitch black and uh, silent outside. It's like this 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 cloud is, you know, sucking up everything outside. Uh, um, Ambiel, Zeus, you may want to um, come onto the bridge and, well, I would say and see this, but, um, yeah, well, yes, come, come, please. Yeah, Amber heads over to where she can see. There was a giant um, octopus and it uh, squirted ink onto us and now everything is darkness outside and we are being pulled into it and I didn't, I cannot stress this enough, I did not do anything. This just happens. I feel like someone must be responsible though. Yes, oh. somebody must be responsible, but it is not me. Well, I wasn't even here. Mm, and I was, you know, busy sulking around about my terrible roles. How could this happen? Hey, you are a good baker, Zooks. No, Zooks, I, I don't actually like those, actually. Yes. I like a little bit of, you know what I call it? I don't say burnt. I have this thing. I call it caramelization. Oh, this is good. Yes, you know this what I mean? a Maillard effect. This oh, is good. boy. Um, I want to tell you, uh, both of you something uh, occurred to me as I was uh, piloting here. We are about to go to uh, an auction, yes, that has, uh, uh, one would assume, several old artifacts. We have twice now come up against, uh, you know, uh, villains, uh, Guthrie and then Orlean, that uh, like to collect these old things. And I think there might be a pretty good chance that one of them might be here. And we won't know it uh, because everybody is in some sort of uh, disguise. Oh, I believe I see where you're headed. All they'll be able to do to identify us is by our voice. So you're saying that you're going to speak with some kind of accent to disguise your voice? Yes, actually. Uh, this I think we should all do this. Um, adult different characters so also uh if we do end up uh stealing anything that uh it cannot be traced back to us all right that is a great idea <laughs> you know what i was about to say that i find this offensive but this is very good no i think that this is something that we will uh, how you say be in cognito my only worry is if you do this accent that people will assume that it is me because I am the only person that I know that has this accent. It is very odd how similar our voices are. May we? <laughs> hmm. I do not know how I feel about this. Uh, I feel like a big part of my identity is uh, being taken. No, 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 no. No, I, I would never take on someone else's identity. I'm a brinar. You don't like it, huh? Oh, I, if I need to it's unconvincing. Because <laughs> uh, of the is, way of your whole face and head. This is true, yes. It is hard to uh, transform one's physicality with their voice. Um, 
And I wouldn't say once you start with this accent, it is hard to start. Oh, it's so no? hard. Sometimes you are playing with your children and you just slip into the accent and your daughter is <laughs> like, no, daddy. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think I could respect you less than I already did, but here it goes. No, Papa. Um, everybody make a constitution saving throw. If only oh, Trolls boy. 2 had been theatrically released. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that would have really turned things around yeah. for us. Yeah. Oh. What check, what check were we rolling? Uh, constitution save. Dang. Yeah. That's that uh, box up in the left. Yeah, Jaboy got himself a four plus one, a five. And the worst part is, in D&D Beyond... When it teeters on the edge, it will half light up the other number, and then it yeah, rolls back. Yeah, it's delicious. It's Whoa. so good. Um, okay. Uh, I rolled a 14. No. Right. Uh, you can speak normal, I think. I do not think do. I can anymore. Okay, yeah, I guess you have to, you're on full Daniel Day-Lewis shit right now. You all feel your ears pop. Oh. Uh, and it is like... You know, maybe it's happened a little bit once or twice since you all have been uh, on these undersea missions as you sort of pass through the different, you know, layers of ocean. Uh, but this is this is really brutal. Amber, you are it hurts, but you're fine. Uh, Zooks, you take two points of I don't know inner ear damage. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. and sinus uh, sinus damage. Right, Devo, you take twice that. You take four points. Um, but. After that mm. happens, uh, the ship slows, or rather the squid hauling your ship slows down, and then you all hear uh, a clicking noise next to the airlock, and the, your ship is completely still now. Uh, is it and, like a knocking? No, like something locking into place oh, okay. uh, on, on the other side of the airlock. Yeah, that's that's where you are. Through the, through the, uh, you know, the viewport and all of the the different viewports like around the ship like it's still complete black like not it's really dark down here but magical darkness is surrounding our our ship so we can't see anything um yeah that's the situation uh zooks you should open the door but um uh, oh i would be glad to explain your logic on the uh, tank on the tank is this and also uh if uh if there's water on the other side um, you can breathe it. Oh, right. I forgot. I could, yeah, I need. And matter of fact, it's good for me. It's yes, healthy. This is true. Yes. Okay. So Zook strides proudly up to the. That was me. Uh, Zooks just made those noises. There's no buttons or anything. He just walked up to like the big. It's a turn handle. <laughs> but he just. I was went, trying boop, to talk boop, boop, to it. Yeah, yeah. To, oh, I it. see. Trying to mind meld with the. Oh, no, uh, yeah. Let me put my hand on this great big wheel. Nah, nothing. We talked I about this. The roundness. Oh, God, the roundness. Um, I don't know what I've done this season to breed the kind of uh, timidity that you all possess. You open the door. There's water Zoom outside. Open the there's, door. there's water everywhere. I'll grant you that, sure. Um, but there's not water outside of this door. As you open it up, you see um, a fairly long hallway. Uh, it, it is, uh, your characters wouldn't know this, it looks like a jet bridge, basically, uh, with a, a staircase at the end of it. Uh, and it is just pure white illumination. Like, the, 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 it, the, it is a featureless hallway, except for the fact that everything appears to be made of, like, white, white light. And, yeah, there's a stairway at the end of it. Oh, right, let's go. Yeah. I feel like we ought to be, I'm, okay, Zooks is going to hold on to his weapon until he's told to 
hoodies sure. up and away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, you all make your way uh, down this hallway and up the staircase. Uh, at the top of it is a is a door that is open, and uh, you all make your way through it into uh, another one of these, like, plain white featureless rooms. Uh, this one, you can tell, is sort of a long triangular room, uh, and at the far side of it, opposite where you all have entered, is a another closed door. This one is is pretty huge. Um, and in the middle of the room is a uh, a box, about a waist-high, uh, you know, long rectangular box. Um, and as you wait, make your way into this room, actually the door behind you closes, and a speaker activates, and from it you hear a voice that says, Hello, honored guests. Thank Hello. you for participating. Hello. Thank you for participating in today's auction. You're welcome. Preserve- yes. Preserving your anonymity during this event is our paramount concern. Okay. Please answer- yes. Please answer the following questions to ensure our success in this pursuit. Sorry, I thought you were going to say another thing. Sure <laughs> I was waiting thing. for the question. We have detected three participants present in this chamber. Is that correct? Yes. You should be pretty sure of how many people are in the room right now. Yes. That's more like it. Attaboy. Uh, three vapor suit collars uh, come up from holes that appear on this box in front of you and are now just sitting on the surface. And this table stops being like this plain white featureless table and the surface of it kind of turns into uh, like a color wheel like in Photoshop, like choosing the color of the uh, of the paint, this voice says, "Please select a color to represent your group while on the premises." Uh, Amber, do you, do you have a preference? Um, speaking tactically, why don't we go with black? Oh, I worry that that would make us uh, look too cool and be like a target, and people are like, well, "Oh, I, uh, okay, yeah." What about aquamarine? It's a little on the nose, but I would uh, probably we could do it. puce. Aquamarine is good. I think that's that's apt. We choose aquamarine. Did your voice just change? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. These collars have these sort of uh, strings of small lights that run the, the the distance around them, and they all now turn aquamarine. And then the voice comes back and says, "This shall be the color for your group." Now each of you must select an avatar to represent yourself while on the premises. You may select simple shapes or complex designs, though requests for vulgar images may be denied. I'd like a seahorsey. One of the uh, vapor suits vibrates, and then a hologram of uh, a seahorse head is now kind of floating above it. Neat. I choose the scales of benevolence. Okay. Yeah, uh, another one shakes uh, for just a moment, and then hovering above it, you see a hand holding a set of scales. Can I get a picture of my own face? <clears throat> that is so counterintuitive. Oh, all right. How about mine? Go with mine. Can I? Can, I? can you get a picture of your own face? Yeah, for what is this? Uh, Devo, at this point, by the way, is just, like, so, like, big-eyed staring at Amber, like, mm, mm, mm. Why? Oh. Mm. I got it. 
works like sneaky. All right. All right. I think I got you now. Do me, but like with a mustache. <sighs> no, no, I got it. A blank shark. That'd be cool. Yeah, do that. <laughs> uh, you hear the voice say, uh, blank shark, blank shark, blank shark. Hold on. Oh, gosh. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And then the third collar vibrates, and above it is the horrifying visage of a blink shark <laughs> with its its mouth question mark uh, half half open and its eyes sort of squinting with malice. And this voice says, "Please put on your collars." Uh, Diva does. Yeah, same, obviously. Zoop right. does. I do that. I As do that. you all slip it on. Can you say slip it on in like a slower one? Yeah, sure. As you all slip it on. (laughs) Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, A vapor suit forms around each of you, and you can see each other's heads are the shapes that you requested. But Amber, Diva, have you worn the vapor suit aboard the ship yet? I don't know that you have, have you? Uh, No. No, okay. Then Amber, you're the only one that notices this. It's different. It feels different from the one aboard your ship. Uh, The pressure inside of the suit doesn't, change uh there's no airflow whatsoever uh and in fact your feet you know usual vapor suits only work in the water because they sort of need that power to form the the tangible hologram you can actually tell that your feet are standing on the floor and kind of passing through it a little bit uh and so you into it first and i think the other two do eventually that nothing physically is interacting with the suit it's just a sort of like aesthetic illusory projection Uh, And the voice says, These will be your identities during today's auction. Please resist sharing personal details about yourselves to the other participants. Have you attended one of our auctions in the past? No. Well, allow me to inform you of the rules that you must follow while aboard this station. First, our personnel for this auction can be identified by their white pyramid avatars. Please do not accost them or follow them into any staff-only spaces. I almost went with a white pyramid. Almost. Yes, is it too late to change our yeah. avatars? You could not be a white pyramid. That would get very confusing. Ah. Second, you may not return to this hangar until the final settlements for today's auction have concluded. Third, any acts of violence or unauthorized magic usage witnessed by an attendant will lead to the offending participant's immediate expulsion and permanent banning from all future events. Is there any magic usage that is authorized? Not by participants during the auction. Fourth, failure to settle up after purchasing an item during today's auction will result in severe punishment for the offending party. Finally, you must surrender your weapons before you can be admitted to the auction. And yes, the, uh, the box now opens up on the top like a like a chest. And the voice says, do you agree to these terms? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, but only if I can get this boomerang back. It's a sacred relic. We don't want your boomerang, dude. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see, Amber is like pulling on her arms. Oh, no. They won't come off. Dang. Hey, I'm having trouble surrendering my my weapons. 
Oh, no. Yeah, it takes Devo a long time, too, because he just keeps pulling knives out of different locations. <laughs> just, oh, wait. Oh, oh, sorry. I still have one. I don't know. I can't seem to not have a knife. And Zooks also has trouble because he, he says, I'm having trouble handing over my devastating wit. Ooh. <laughs> so cool. Oh, we are we are <laughs> all three very cool, good. But... We're all very cool. Yeah. And then Everybody he puts his crossbow. This. He puts his crossbow in. Yeah. All right. Is anybody trying to smut? Let's say this right now so you don't, two episodes in, go, and then I pull out my secret katana. Like, is anybody actually trying to smuggle stuff in? No, I'm, I mean, I'm not. Yeah, the only thing I have is a boomerang, and I think it's pretty, I, I don't know. Listen, I don't know how big Diva's butt crack is, but I don't give him this whack boomerang. boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> do you want this, ch- hey, do you want this child's toy? Uh, what are you being honest about? I, uh, I had kicked around the idea of trying to find a loophole in this by at some point producing a knife following the first rule of Ethercy, which is everybody has a knife. Oh, right. That, that, that rule will be suspended during today's adventure. Ah, so this is the exception that uh, proves exactly. the rule. Then no, then no, I'm not trying to sneak a knife. Okay. As you place all of your weaponry in the box, it closes and a voice says, this hangar will be kept absolutely secure until you are ready to depart after the final settlement. And then there's a loud sound of machinery, grinding machinery beyond the door at the end of the room. And finally, the door opens and it presents you with a small chamber made of the same featureless white light. There's a panel on the back of this small chamber with a, a glowing red up arrow. Yes. And the voice says, Remember the rules, and good luck on today's auctions. And you hear, and the voice is gone. They were nice. I mean, sort of. Well, I mean, they they could have used a harsher tone. I mean, should we, do we push the arrow? Just a quick read. Uh, Do you think that people are listening all the time if they have this uh, communication device set up? Do you think that they can hear us? I think you should assume that, yeah. Yes, I think that we should continue on this very, uh, very important sacred mission. I agree. Let's continue on our sacred mission. Oh shit, Optimus Prime is here? (laughs) Autobots Sam Witwicky. (laughs) Sam Witwicky. Sam (laughs) Witwicky. Are you all going to use that voice? No. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my sandwich wiki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll speak like Bumblebee and only use snips from songs. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Don't. Awesome. Hope you guys like Steely Dan. <laughs> Steely Dan would have been a great name for a Transformer. Damn, you're right oh. about that. Or a Warforged. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. Stop. 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 Steely Van. Please call me Steely Dan. <laughs> Steely Dan the Robot Man. I'm kind of a chill. They always want me to go fight the me dinosaurs, and I'm like, I'm good. No, I'm, I'm just cool. hanging. Reeling in Look the out, it's Starscream. That's yeah, fine. It's fine. fine. It's just Steely Dan. <laughs> Are you here? He's an Autobot. Yeah, but he doesn't like start any <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's cool. Even the Decepticons cool. are kind of okay with him. You know what he I mean? He sells weed. <laughs> <laughs> Robot weed. <laughs> Sam, what wiki? Did you bring robot weed? It's a van with like a painting of wizards on the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Steely Dan, the weed van. is very, 
I'm writing Man. it down. I'm writing it down. Hey, I next actually, live show, that's who I'll be. I want to see. Do you think Transformers will let me write a comic about Steely Dan? <laughs> <laughs> the one, There's a mattress the one, uh, in the back. I'm a conscientious objector. <laughs> <laughs> Do Whenever you want to all spark this up or what? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis, how did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything, your products, content you create, or even your time. What what influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. 
April 25th is Taz. April 24th is my brother, my brother, and me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2 schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hi, it's me, Travis McElroy, the Middlest McElroy brother. Real quick, I wanted to tell you about a new podcast that I'm executive producing all about true stories of people throughout history who have tried to cheat death. The podcast is called Chasing Immortality, and it's narrated by Tybee Diskin. Here's a quick clip to give you a sense of the vibe. There are those of us who are haunted by our own mortality, for whom the specter of impending death is an ever-present hunter always close behind, nipping at our heels. Most simply try to elude it. But some are determined to stop running and become hunters themselves. These are their tales. If that sounds interesting to you, you can find out more at ChasingImmortalityPod.com or just search for Chasing Immortality wherever you listen to podcasts. I hope you enjoy. Hey, kid. Your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorff's nose at the Kids' Choice Awards? In Dead Pilot Society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on MaximumFun.org. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. (laughs) Doctor Who? Yeah. You're aboard this elevator, and the door closes, and you start to go up, and... Just after a few moments of, of you all, you know, ascending, this all-white light uh, f- just clicks off. And now you are going upward in, in total darkness for just a short a short while. How, how long? Uh, a few seconds. Not, okay. not long at all. Uh, is that, that's not Devo's jam, I'm assuming. Yeah, Diva does not care for this. Right, of course. Um, and then it's, it's like you have passed through a, a cloud and come out the other side. Uh, because as you move upward, your elevator changes and now is completely made out of transparent glass. And through it, you can finally see outside. You can see sort of your, your location and get your bearings. You realize all of you are, without a doubt, the deepest you have ever been in the ether mm. sea. Um, mm. The waters are... Do you have any sort of physical reaction to that? Uh, I mean, your ears popped... A little while ago. This elevator is not taking you apparently high enough to unpop them, repop them, whatever. Stop is, them? Stop them, maybe? Yeah, because uh, once you pop. Yeah, sure. The water outside of this, this Wonka Vader is completely still. 
that's like the first weird thing that you notice uh, in any of the places that you've been before. There are soft currents, you know, pushing plant life uh, around, uh, giving just everything a sense of movement. That's not happening here, uh, except for like a handful of schools of bioluminescent fish that are just, they're not, they're not even like swimming as much as they're just drifting through the water. And mm. their light is, is quite bright. Uh, as you look upward where the elevator's going, you can see the pristine metal base of a wide circular deep sea station that you are lifting up toward. When you look down, you can no longer see the base of the elevator shaft that you are traversing. And you realize that it and the entire hangar that you just entered through are also swallowed up in this this gargantuan cloud of you know magical darkness that engulfed the Coriolis just just moments ago, and then you all enter the the base of this station and the elevator comes to a stop, lights up again and the door slides open, and when it does, you all witness the single fanciest room you've ever stepped into. Oh, it is a semicircular chamber uh, that is decadent. Like, there's wood everywhere, which is not a thing uh, mm, in, in, mm-hmm. under, under the sea. Uh, wooden, a big wooden bar with golden accents, uh, walls of intricate wood paneling. There are these... Um, What's it smell like? It smell. I mean, it smells like money. Oh, it smells yeah. like money in this place. Uh, it smells mm-hmm. like Lux, I guess. You, you see these shining brass sconces that are sort of uh, casting a pleasant, dreamy glow that, that fills the room. You also see, because it's hard not to primarily focus on them, a lot of people dressed in these vapor suits uh, with a bunch of different colors and designs. Um, right off the bat, Dido, do we see any kind of like avatars that might be symbols we would recognize? Like, oh, that seems like that might be blank. Um, Let me think. Why don't you roll a perception or an investigation check real quick just to see that is a 17 plus 3 a 20 good um, lord Th- yeah, that's it, what it looks like when a grown up rolls dad <laughs> sure <laughs> not really not really you see you, there's a trio of people uh, seated at the bar and they are dressed as golden wolves Mm. And it is by by a country mile the most ostentatious outfit mm. like in the room. They are also all being really douchey about like smelling their glasses of red wine that they're oh, swirling right, right, around. Right. I love these guys. I love these guys. So it's not like an iconic emblem or anything like that. But I think you you though they stand out. Yes, they stand out absolutely. Also seated at the bar is just one person in a deep blue suit with a star shaped head who is just kind of scanning the room. They, they definitely look at the elevator as you all enter in. A few other sort of figures that stand out here. There is a yellow smiley face figure that is leaning like really precariously against one of those, those long windows overlooking the, the deep sea outside. You see these two silvery stags that are standing near a wall and their arms are kind of folded behind them in a militaristic pose. And, you know, most of the parties that you see here are individual people or maybe two or three, you know, folks here for the same, you know, prize or whatever. You can tell just because they're the same color like you guys are. But the biggest group, there is a, a, a gaggle of red cubes, five of them, and they are all sort of seated in a circle, just kind of like looking at each other. 
And then, of course, there are a bunch of custodians and servers and staff all dressed in these white pyramid suits. Uh, and they are offering drinks and snacks and preparing for, for the auction. Uh, and finally, as you all step out of the elevator, there is a chime, and you hear that voice again say, With the arrival of our final participants, we are now ready to begin our preparations. The auction will begin in one hour. Please enjoy our complimentary food and beverage service while you wait to be ushered into the auction hall. You all have an hour to, like, investigate oh, got it, got it, got it. The, the room or the building, talk to whoever you want to, get whatever kind of, you know, intel or understanding of this place that can potentially assist you in winning the auction for the journal. I want to go talk to the guys in the wolf masks. Amber? I'm, okay. I mean, I'm going to go with to support. I think we should all stay together. I'm good. I'm good. All right. I'll see y'all later. I'll walk over towards the wolf guys. Okay. Bye, Guppy. I see very little. Okay, we could talk. I see very little benefits of staying together. Well, the, uh, we have different skill sets. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we can we should all do our own thing. But like, we're not gonna learn. You know, we'll learn three times as much being separate. She has a good point. There it is. Come on. Okay, Amber. Yeah. This is uh, use uh, use caution. Um, approach this uh, very carefully. Um, get more information from them than you give. Yes? You have whittled me down to 58 minutes and 30 seconds of complimentary drinks and snacks. So I am actually going to walk away before I gave you more fucking pissed at you. Okay. Just be... I'm walking over to the wolf guys. Yeah, for sure. You two uh, figure out what you want to do. Amber, you walk over to the bar. It is a, a long, 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 long bar. The the uh, blue star person is is fairly far out of earshot from you as you approach these golden wolves um, who appear to be a little a little tipsy. Um, <laughs> hey, buds, what's going on? That pound it. They all turn to look at you, and then all three of them simultaneously recoil, like ah! uh, as they see a blink shark sort of in their in their their faces. It's not real. <laughs> I know. I, I just think they're fucking cool. You guys, you guys into blink sharks? You seem like you would be. Like you're kind of the wolves. Maybe think you guys would be into like blink sharks. How do y'all even know about wolves? They all start laughing at you. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and one of them, who it, his wolf mask seems like fairly docile and wise, and the other two definitely look more sort of aggressive. And so this this docile wolf person says, uh, uh, we are no stranger to the history of the world above, and we admire a lot of traits about the wolf. Number one, looks c- cool. Number two, st- believe in each other strong. Believe in each other strong, you know? And uh, it's a cool animal. And not like a scary, weird one, like a bad shark guy. And he takes another sip of wine. What, you got, what are you sipping on? It's, it looks good. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't guess that uh, you are much of a a wine drinker. Not too knowledgeable about the good red and white stuff. Let me get. Let me get a sip real quick. And he, she tries to take it to take a sip. Uh, make a slide of hand check. <laughs> Holy fucking <laughs> shit! Yes, critical <laughs> failure. <laughs> um, oh, shit. doesn't feel so good, does it? 
I mean, at least I didn't fucking ruin my whole family in the podcast. They make <laughs> yeah, together. Justin failed grabbing a glass of wine. You yeah, summoned yeah. an old god or something. Um, <laughs> both of the sort of violent-faced wolves, like in the blink of an eye, they both have their hands grasping your your forearm that you are reaching forward. Like you didn't get close to the glass. And the the other wolf, the the calm wolf, looks at them and gestures down to where their hands are touching you and like it's glowing red a little bit and they quickly like take their hands off of you and the wise wolf said there are rules against violent acts in this place but if you try that again there will be trouble that's i hear i feel it i love my brew too you know you don't have to explain to me about that hey listen I'm a bitch trade deal. We're supposed to hide our identities. But I, my name's Crump Rugget. And I'm like a rich person like you, basically. And like, I really would like to score big here, but I feel like I'm just going to lose a bunch of money and get outbid. But like, you got any tips for how I can not make a fucking fool of myself here? You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of um, new, newer to being rich, but I am very, very like wealthy but i've never been to like this before so if you could just kind of walk me through how to like do a good job with it just out of curiosity yeah what is the source of your tremendous wealth lotto baby play the lotto one hit big they say everybody they, they say you know there's a winner every minute well my minute came up you know what i mean i hit it big in the lotto uh, a lot of winning. Sure, yeah. Why don't you roll a persuasion check, Amber? Or wait, no, deception. Fuck, yeah, of course, you're lying. No, they are drunk, Griffin. N- I'm not going to grant you that. <sighs> I feel like... Uh, it's a seven. Seven. Okay, they all look at each other, and the wolf looks back at you and says, Well, um, how much, how much you got on hand to play with? I brought 500 lugs. <gasps> they all gasp. And without missing a beat, the wolf says, Well, that's quite an impressive pot, but if you don't know, how did he use it? I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I w- listen, I'll, I'll make you a deal. I won't bid against you and bid you up if you just give me a little bit of insight. Like a little bit of, you know, give me something to work with as a newbie. And then if you ever need... Something that my business does, we're getting into publicity. Mm. I guess I can tell you that now. We're getting my business. I'm using some of my winnings to go in business for myself. And it's like a public, like a publicity, but also sort of like, like marketing. You know what I mean? Like a business sort of thing. Absolutely. I know all about that stuff. You seem like the top. Um... I do not mean to brag, but we are quite proficient at the art of auctioning. I know it. I can spot them a mile away. You look like a professional rich guy. Why don't you tell me the item or items you're interested in and allow me to be your proxy and temporarily, of course, hand over your bank and we will secure the items and hand you... The remainder, perhaps we will take a, a small cut for our efforts. Damn, that's a really good deal. What was I going to bid on? Um, 
What's the thing that everybody wants? Oh, I forget the name of it even. That's how bad I am at being rich. But it's like, everybody wanted it. Damn it, Crump, come on. No, it's it's escaping me. I, om- I almost make, uh, I like to let rolls roll, but this, I feel like this is another opportunity for a, another deception check right now. Okay. You're sort of it trying to get a different, different lie, thing. yeah. Right. Fuck! Wowzers, Bowsers. It's a three minus one, a two. Uh, hmm. They say, that was a test, of course. None of us know the items that will be up for auction today. Uh, so... You I know what Diva wants to do now. <laughs> uh, they say, oh, we, you cannot help you then without that information. Right. No, I get but, it. But um, I wish you the I best of luck I, out there. Can I say something to you before I walk away right now? Yes. It's lonely out here in rich person city. Oh, tell you know me this. about it. I just want to let you guys know something. You guys are my best friends. Amber feels a hand on her shoulder. I'm under arrest. I gotta go. What's up? <laughs> Excuse me, sirs. Is my assistant bothering you? My name's Crump Rugged. Yes, and I'm Crump. no one. Wait assistant. a minute. She's quite. She's quite wealthy, from what we understand. No, she so. is, and I'm sorry. She's quite inebriated. No, I'm is not. She... I brought five hundred. Hey, listen. I got 500 ducks that I brought with me. Say otherwise. Uh, I made a barter. Make some deals. Crump. Please excuse Crump's behavior. Uh, The next round of drinks is on me. They're complimentary to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) They can roll something. Excuse me. They can roll something for showing his ass. I didn't mean here. Oh, second party location after the big th- uh, auction. Awesome. Um, yes, no, on my luxury could... yacht. Okay, so we all have, I've got a look. I walk over to the bartender. Hey, give me one of what the big wolf's drinking. Mm, I don't believe you're ready for what the big wolves are drinking. Wait, I'm hold on. Too. Is that what Dante the Flirtle? Is Dante the Flirtle here? It's not Dante. <laughs> It, they say, um, we did not actually provide uh, what those uh, people are drinking. Um, they brought actually their own bottle, which is unconventional, but we allowed it. Oh, they BYOB'd. They BYOB'd. Oh, um, that seems so classy. I do need something, though. Give me a bad version of what they got or the worst wine you have. I do not care. Clasper, hook me up. Uh, as you wish. Uh, they reach down and get out a a wine glass, and they set it on the table. Then they go back to a wine rack uh, back behind the back behind the bar, and they open it and uh, hand you the cork to sniff. And you don't necessarily know what that means. And then they pour. But you I a bet glass. it's funny to watch a blink shark do. Yeah, sure. They hand you just a sniff of of this uh, dark red wine uh, and gesture for you to uh, sample it. Okay. She shoots it back. <clears throat> Sublime. Mm. Give me three, please. Three of the. Uh, I apologize. Drinks. Yes, yes, of course. Thank you. Uh, three. I will need more glasses. For, my, for me and my for my compatriots. Uh, 
this this they are fellow rich people right no, like myself. Uh, this bartender who is dressed again in this white pyramid outfit uh turns to a door behind the bar and says uh yes uh can you prepare from the chiller um three glasses from the skunk nuts vintage <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, thank God it's, thank God this is complimentary. Yeah. I didn't know I was drinking skunk nuts. Uh, he, I could never afford that back <laughs> home. They, they, this, this bartender hands you three glasses. Um, all right, Amber walks away. Hey, sorry, sorry, Nemo, I tried. <laughs> no, wait, you're not giving them to the wolves that you were. No, okay. no, they're for me. Okay. I tried, right. I tried to get information. It didn't work out. Now it's someone else's turn. Okay. As you walk away, you actually notice that the wise wolf, kind of sad, uh, and, and has been honestly since you first said something about how lonely it is being at the top. Um, obviously, you can't pick up a lot of facial expressions or anything, but their body language seems to suggest that they're, they are not super stoked. Diva, are you still around the the? Wolf oh yes, guys? I I've okay. walked over to the wolf. What's now. the source of your great wealth then? To have a assistant with five hundred lux? I Amber did clarify that she said ducks. Yeah. Oh right. Well, I'm not supposed to give any personal information, but I believe simply by observing, you might glean that I have a powerful backer. Uh, why don't you make a deception check? Something you are. Good at. Uh, 13 total. Um, with a 13 total, they laugh at you and they say, oh, so, uh, you need a, you require a backer. <laughs> That's too bad. You're building your house on shifting sands, don't you think? Well, I have taken certain vows in which my great wealth is shared with my backer. One of the angry wolves whispers something in the, the main wolf's ear, and then they look up and say, uh, yes, traditionally you don't see too many uh, people of the cloth with large sums. Uh, seems to go against the teachings, but uh, don't you think that's kind of strange? Well, as I said, I am not uh, supposed to share personal information, but... You made your head look like a religious emblem. Let's just say that I have uh, some rich benefactors. Right, you said that. No, be benefactors. Right, you said that twice now. Cool. No, like a capital B. Like, capital a, like B. it's a position, perhaps, in a powerful organization. Cool. Bit, like it's a yeah. code that I'm, I'm using. Actually, I, I'm actually uh, capital B bored of talking with you. Well, then let me try a different tact. If you know the symbol that I'm using, then you know how powerful my backer is. And just a friendly word of warning against bidding against my backer's intentions. Uh, make an intimidation check. Damn it! Oh, yes, baby. God. That's a natural yeah. one-y. <laughs> God, the the rolls this time. Yes! Uh, How the mighty have fallen. It's All right, because we talked about fate shitting on dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a that's a crit failure. Uh, this, even with the costume, right, There, you can feel a chilling, steely gaze from this person, uh, and they say, yes, we will definitely keep that in mind. And then he just turns away from you. 
and starts talking to his compatriots. Uh, Devo crosses back to Amber and Zooks. Okay. Okay, so I think we have fucked up, and um, they are definitely going to bid on whatever we bid on. So this is bad. Uh, I'm going to go talk to uh, Starhead Blue Suit and see if, I don't know, I can make him not pissed at me at the very least. Zooks, what about you? Um, I have my own cunning plan. Okay, I'm going I, yes, to I over. asked what it was. Oh, I'm going to go over and speak to one of the serving staff. Oh, I like this. Get the, get the, you know, you be Mr. Outside, I'll be Mr. Inside. Ambiel, I have yeah. a suspicion the way that the silver stags over there, the way that they stand, I think that they might be uh, chaperones. They seem military, huh? Mm, possible. You, but what can I do about that? You, <laughs> the you are sort of the military-ish, right? You fight. You do this thing. I was, a, I was like a mercenary kind of. We didn't really fuck with those dudes too much. I'm more of a anti-shark weapon. You know what I mean? I didn't really get into the, like the the comings and goings of the chaperones. They'll, they'll they'll mess you up, man. They could put you in jail or worse. But yes, okay. Damn. Oh, did you try this? Well, no. You you it's, drank. Hey, no. Shh. Listen. Shh. It's skunk nuts. This is very exciting. Even you gotta get you. Even gotta get you some. She's done with one, so she's got three in one hand. So she's done with one, and she just set it on the floor and walked three <laughs> feet away from it. <laughs> and now she's working on her second. Here, 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 here. Now I'm being greedy here, and she slides one to uh, Devo. Are you allowed to do this? What drink with your religion and stuff? I'm not in the religion anymore. So. Nice, nice, nice. Wait, find your own way, man. <laughs> and Amber walks away. Okay. Do you do you sip it, Diva? Yeah. Fuck okay. yeah. It, it's the grossest, most putrid, <laughs> most vile toilet juice that you've ever, ever imbibed. It's now, the to be worst clear, thing you've uh, Devo's never had wine before, so okay, then you've ru- you're ruined for wine. Yeah, because you just like oh, this that- is how wine is all the time. Yeah, it's it is. It, it's it's old. It's like old in not a fun way. It's like there's there's chunks of cork like floating in it, almost like it's a cork stew at this point. It's really bad. Well, you like you like it? Uh, you know what? You like it? It's good, right? Uh, is uh, it's just like the slogan goes: "Rip it up with scuttlebutt wine. It's for grapes. Go to hell." You know what? I've decided to love skunk nuts. Okay. I gotta go. Listen, I gotta piss so bad. Listen, go pee. Yes. Pound it. Okay. She walks away. Okay. Uh, now, I have a very important question, Justin. When Amber says pound it, is she offering any kind of pound or is she just. No, no, no. <laughs> she just walks away. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yeah, so uh, we don't have to go directly to the scene, but uh, Devo is going to talk to the blue suit fellow. Okay. Yeah, actually, let's do Zooks first. Uh, I, I would love to know more about your uh, your cunning plan. Okay, well, Zooks walks over to, there's like a, a bar, and uh, one of the uh, serving staff's working as a bartender. And 
Zooks kind of leans back against the bar with his coral elbows resting on the bar and, you know, kind of leans back, very casual looking and uh, says, uh, Oh, man, look at all those bougie, rich creeps swilling their skunk nuts. They've dropped more canapes than I've eaten at, well, all the parties I've worked at before. Man, I hate him. I love this guy. I, I like this guy, too. He's a very down-to-earth fellow. I love this uh, guy. This guy you can really rel- have a now beer this with. is relatable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's say this is a different bar than the one that the wolves and the blue star are sitting no, at. No, no, okay. let dad have his chance to talk to the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> is that okay, father? Yeah, I'm, uh, okay, fine. Yeah, I hadn't realized they were standing at a bar yeah. or I would have said the catering table. Uh, it's not too late to say the catering table. It's the catering table. Okay, cool. Ah, excellent. The bar of food, they call it. Right. So you're talking to this person who seems quite busy, like tending to the burners and the cloche. What are they called? Cloche? Kolsch? The thing you put over the thing. The big cholesterols. No, no, I know what you're talking about. The big, like, like a terrine, but it's not a terrine. Is it the metal thing? It is. It's called a cloche. Why didn't I just trust myself? Like, what's that? What's yeah. that say about me? It's kind of like you rolled That's the one. A great point. Wow. On like self-assured. Like I've watched so much fucking chopped. Of course, it's called a cloche. Anyway, they seem very busy, but they kind of nervously laugh, and you hear a voice say, huh, "Yes, yes, sir, indeed." Um, do, do, do you? Would you like a tasty morsel? Um, maybe. You know, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't want to add to your work. Looks like you're really busy dealing with these a-holes. Shh. Uh, people. It's a, it's a job. Um, it's, a jo- it's a job, you know. you got to do a job. That's what I yeah, always say. I know, but do you think these people know anything about having a job? <laughs> They've never worked a day in their life. I bet they inherited all of mummy and daddy's money and leaving it to poor slobs like you and me. To you know, keep the world going. You know, bring up the, bring up the, the food. Bring out the the drinks. Yeah, I I'm I could buy and sell you. Ah, oh, God, I don't even know why I'm here. Um, to probably to do take part in the auction. Like we're way oh, way no, under no, no. underwater. I'm, you wouldn't you didn't just get lost and stumble in here, you know, sir? No, no, I'm I'm part of their. I'm part of their crew. I I do uh, I do hair. I I do their hair. Um, you think I'm one of these richy riches? No, uh-uh. just part of the part of the posse, I guess. Uh, I'll give you the choice. Is do you want to roll deception or persuade? You're not really persuading them right now. Yeah, you're just lying. Roll a deception check for me. I mean, he's trying to persuade him that dad doesn't like rich people. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm also going to say, this is a, a a good line. This is a good tact for you to use, so I'm going to grant you advantage on this roll. On? Deception. Performance, or? Uh, I mean, it's take your pick. You got the same modifier for either of them. Okay, I'll do performance. Okay. So. I believe in you. Not a strong suit. It's leaning up against the side. It's a 10. It's the first one. Minus one. A nine. Nine. Come on, 
baby. Give me a good roll for a change. There you go. 18. 18. 19 minus 1, 18. All right. Um, they they set one of the closures down kind of hard. Um, a couple people look over because it's a, a quite a, a loud, resonant sound. And they sigh. And they say, I, I tell you, sir, I, I've been working at these things for a few years. And you're absolutely right. Every one of these jack, jack is yeah. all the same and always talking about how much money they have and how cool it is to be rich and they laugh at me a lot. One time I was doing a little fried lasagna bites and one somebody walked up slapped it right to the floor and I said, I didn't eat that lasagna bite. <sighs> you, you know what I call these people? What? Show business kids. Yeah, man. Show yeah, business man. kids. Yes. Hey, yes. Man. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you're playing this game with your sons who you taught to act. Go on. Show business kids making movies of themselves. You know, they don't give a fuck about anybody else. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Ironically, my 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 background has taken me extensively into this whole world. Oh, sure. Oh, CD. Dude, listen. Wait, so what kind of shit do they buy? What what do what do the 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 golden hound dogs usually buy? Oh, I mean, what could what could what could be so great that keeps bringing them back over and over? Um, he looks around and leans in. And he says, "Are you going to be cool about this? Can't tell anybody." Oh, you know I am. They buy a lot of wine, but I've been watching them actually pretty close. What they mostly buy is like the rare stuff, the almost. Extinct stuff. I buy a lot of surf- surface stuff. That's like the last <laughs> one of the surface stuff. Um, that's sort of their jam. And again, not to divulge too much, but there's something like that here today. So, are you kidding me? No, not kidding at all. So you think they'll they'll go for it? Absolutely, they will. Wait, what is it? Do you have any idea? Uh. He taps his fingers and then kind of gestures you uh, toward a staff-only door where there's nobody really around. Uh, and he whispers, It's a bottle of wine called the... Uh, it's called a Hartfield Bordeaux. And uh, don't get your hopes up that you'll outbid them. They they have a pretty big, pretty deep pocket. But, um, yeah, that's what they're going to be going for today. Have you seen it? I mean... Uh, last time I was in the vault, they hadn't received all of the, the, the lots. Um, so no, I, I haven't seen it, but I, I bet it looks, you know, like a purple bottle, like all wine does. You know what I, you know what I'm going to do? What? Which, if you can tell me the lot number that it is, yeah. when it comes up for bids, I'm going to bid it to bid them up. Even though I have, you know, I haven't got a lux to my name. I'm gonna bid and drive the price up for uh, those 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 d bags. <laughs> he kind of chuckles and he says, "All right, just make sure you don't accidentally buy it for a bunch of money that you don't have, because then oh, you'll no. be punished Shh. terribly." Buy your son. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. Uh, he says, "Yeah, it's uh, it's actually the first lot uh, up today, so uh, you know, lot, lot number one. Yep, I mean, easy to remember." Good, uh, good luck, man. Really bone them. Really fuck those guys up. Bunch of, I am. bunch I'm of, gonna, I'm gonna, bunch of stuff. real bastard asses. And then at that point, Zooks looks down at the the table 
and sees a tray of clams <laughs> and just, you know, oh, um, hey, uh, hey, thanks for what's your what's your name, by the way? My name is. Uh, well, it's Jeremy. Bla- no, it says private. Jeremy. Private. <laughs> All right. I'm Deacon Blue. So if you if you're looking for me later, just find me. Cool, man. Oh, oh, God. Can you take those away? <laughs> yeah, sure. He dumps them in the trash. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, shit. Why did I do that? That's going to get me in trouble. Whatever, man. I'll just lie about it. Have fun, man. Fuck work. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Jeremy's great. Because of cool. Uh, Jeremy okay. would hang out with Steely Dan. Yeah. Yeah, they they absolutely be buds. Uh, let's go around the horn one more time. Amber, what are you what are you doing? Just kind of hanging. I feel like she tried to do this negotiating thing. It didn't work out. So she's more just kind of getting a chill going. Getting a good getting a good chill going. Where whereabouts? Uh, I think she's hanging out at the bar. Okay, the bar where you miserably failed. Yeah, <laughs> failure bar. Okay, let me do a perception check. Okay, what's what do I see? What do I see in the in the room? Give me a better. A clearer picture. Absolutely. That's a great, a great prompt. Uh, perception check. She's good at it. She's got a 19 plus Holy three. shit. Ooh. Do I see anything wow. unusual with that roll? Yes. you. I'll give you a lot for that. That's a huge, that's okay. a huge one. Um, with a 20. Especially with the night we're having, Yeah, right? especially that. In terms of like who all is there, you do not see any other person that's kind of out of the ordinary you you confirm devo's suspicions that those those two the way they're standing the the um silver stags they definitely look like chaperones you are 100 percent sure that's what that is yeah the other people in the room you don't really make much out of uh they're crimson cube people the five of them uh are sitting like kind of just silent uh almost like they're staring at each other that's pretty weird um what I will give you with a 22 is the exits that are visible through the uh, the crew quarters or the, the, the crew only doors. You see uh, a door leading to access tunnels. Like each door has a small window that when you look through them, you can kind of see or into it what's, what's going on on the other side. One of them has uh, crew access tunnels and there's a sign pointing downward to a ladder that says hangar bay over it. So there's like a, you know, crew only access tunnel there. There is a, uh, through one window, you can see like a hallway leading to a security station. And yeah, you can't see much more else through that. Um, And then finally through another door, it's actually the one behind the bar. You can see the, this enormous vault door in that room. Uh, That one is like heavily populated by a lot of these uh, white pyramid stewards. Um, just because, you know, it's also the kitchen and, you know, where, where things are getting done for, for the party. There's nobody in the security station hallway that you can see right now. Uh, and the same for the, the crew access tunnels. I'm going to walk towards the security station. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you get close enough to the door that you can look around inside. Uh, you see the, the door at the end of the hallway leading into the security station. You can't make much out because you're very far away, but there's a window in that door and you see, some movement beyond there, but you also see um, lights flashing and different sort of like monitor readouts in there. Yeah, I'll just keep walking towards the security station. I'm going to try to w- open the door and walk in. Uh, into the hallway? Or into the security station. Um, okay, I will. Uh, I think getting into the door of the security station is easy enough, but like you are in this big room with 
dozens of people in it. So the real trick is going to be going through this like exterior door. So um, I, I'm going to need you to make a, a stealth check to pull that off. One of my great strengths. You've chosen well. Hey, a 12 plus 2. 14? Counted. Uh, hmm. Let me make a just a luck check. A prayer. A prayer also. You slip in and you are in the hallway and you wait a few seconds and don't hear any alarms or hear anybody else coming. So you made it in that door. Ah, I'll be damned. All right, I'll keep walking towards the security station. Okay, you walk right up and you actually can see uh, through the window now and you can see there are two white pyramid figures in here. They're both seated at desks uh, Mm -hmm. that are, neither of them is facing the door that you are standing in front of. Uh, And sure enough, you can see, uh, you can actually see different maps uh, on these readouts of different rooms. And one of the, the, the maps is a room that, uh, a map that looks sort of identical to the room you were just in, just this big semicircular room. And on it, you can see different pinpricks of different colored light that are moving and tracking everybody in this station in real time. Mm. Okay. So the vapor suit yes. are bugs. Yes, exactly. And through all of these these things, I think I'll give you that you can sort of like put together a mental map of, of the facility. And... There are also, there's a rack that is, again, behind those two desks, like the, neither person is facing it, but on the wall nearest you, about 10 feet away, there is a rack, and hanging from them are goggles with these lit up green lenses. Yeah, that's it. That's what you see. I'll take those goggles. Okay, this would require you to go into the room. Mm, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, uh, I love Amber's confidence. What's your what are you trying to sneak in there to get them or uh I am trying to sneak in there to get okay, them. Okay, then I'm going to need another stealth roll from you. Well, this time it's another 12. Uh right? Uh it's 11 11 plus up. 2, it's a 13. There we uh, go, 11 plus 13. What I'll give you for that is you creep against the, you know, the rear wall of the room and the white pyramid people seem to be like lost in thought looking at their, their different readouts uh, and you grab a pair of these green goggles and through like just by holding them in your hand those lenses light up a bit and through the green lenses you realize that like this room which is kind of darkened because it has all of these different you know holographic readouts uh, it lights up like a, a pinball machine so much so that actually you can't really see the readouts anymore because that they're just too bright um, but also, while you grab one pair of these goggles, uh, it knocks another one to the floor. And both of these white pyramid people stand up from their desks and turn around. Uh, I fall to the ground uh, while I put the goggles in my, my pack. Um, okay, why don't you make a sleight of hand check? Er, ten. Oh, man. Good. Got it. Really okay, wish I would have so- given you guys some bardic inspiration. No, uh, th- You know what? I'll remember that for next time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what a coulda, shoulda. Uh, okay, one of these white pyramid figures walks up toward you and says, Freeze, wh- what are you doing here? Ah, <laughs> oh, I gotta piss so bad. I'm so sorry. Did I go the wrong way? Of course, you you went the wrong way. You're in the security. I just stumbled in here. Nobody fucking said anything. Where's the pisser? That it, it... I don't know. Uh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Quick, quick, quick! Uh, one of them says, The first rule of this auction means you cannot go into staff-only spaces. I didn't know staff-only. There's this big sign on the door that says it. I'm drunk! I'm gonna pee my pants! This is definitely a performance check. I mean... Maybe she really does. It's actually not. <laughs> but okay, I'll, I'll, give you you. I'll give you an advantage on the performance check then. She is drunk. Right. And she is about to pee her pants. All right, that's a 14 minus one, 13. Here it goes. 16 minus one, 15. Right. Amber. Uh, they say, uh, one of them looks at the other one and says, it's it's fine. It's uh, She's wasted. It's not like she's going to figure out, you know, our protocols. Just just let take her to the bathroom before she, you know. Reeks up the place. And uh, the first white pyramid that approached you says, okay, fine, Jesus, okay. Uh, and lifts you up. They know about up. Jesus here? Yeah, they do. They love him and his great works. <laughs> uh, she, he takes you by the arm and, and lifts you up and says, what were you doing over by the 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 light goggles? I was checking them out. They're fucking sweet. But then I was like, I forgot I had to piss first. You ever see something so cool you forget you got piss? No. Me neither. Shut up. And I walk out to the bathroom. Um, the figure, as you open the door, this this white pyramid figure says, you didn't take anything, did you? Yeah, my time. Goodbye. Uh, make a deception check. They definitely oh. clocked you by the goggles. Oh, oh I accidentally got a four. Okay. Uh, this, this white pyramid figure starts walking towards you and says, uh, let me check your pockets, please. No, 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 you don't have to do that. I try to steal these fucking cool goggles. I am sorry. Why don't you come with us, ma'am? Yeah, cool. And uh, this this one figure nods and sits back down at his desk, and the, the one that you've been talking to takes you by the arm and walks you out of the staff-only hallway. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, this isn't like me. I have money to buy so many goggles if I want them. Well, ma'am... You know what? I'll buy them from you. Fair enough. How much? They're not you for want? sale, ma'am. You should have thought about all this before no, you tried to take a check. No, we what? No. Do you take a purpinal check? A purpinal check? Please don't make fun of me. I still need to pee. Yeah. You, Can I please pee before we go to wherever fine, we're going? Fine. Uh, Thank God. Fuck. He uh, drops you off in front of a bathroom and opens the door. Stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> and lets you inside. Uh, and shuts the door and says, "Don't no funny business. I'll be waiting for you out here when you're finished. Who's the final one? Oh, Devo. Um, so before I walk over there, I want to see if I can, like, scope this person's body language at all. Do, like, um, an insight, see how they're I don't standing. even think you need to do that. Yeah. They are, they're, they're chill. Like, they are, they have, like, one elbow. They're facing the room. They have an elbow back on the bar, and they're just kind of, like, leaning back and just kind of, like, nodding their head. Looking around. Um, hey, I just wanted to say, great suit. The, this holographic. Yeah, it was a great suit. choice. Oh, thanks. It's not like it was, you know, made by a tailor or anything. Yeah, but I mean, you picked it out, right? You asked for the I star. Did. It's a good option. Yeah, I said cobalt as the color, and I don't think they knew what that meant. But uh, yeah, this, is what it, this is what I got. So, uh, what's up? Is this your first time? Yeah, I'm. I'm a little bit. No pun intended. I'm a little bit all at sea. I'm not really right. sure the procedure here. I mean, do we wave our hands? <laughs> do we? How do we even? Be, you know what I mean? I. I don't know. You Your know? body's a big glowing um, suit, so you mostly yeah, you just lift up your big glowing colorful hand, and huh. they'll they'll know what that means. Obviously, what are, what are you drinking? Uh 
he gestures back. He says, it's it's a rosé, sparkling. It's like, I know. These guys over here are drinking like Thousand Lux wine, but... Uh, they, well, they're, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe they need to to feel important. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's nice to meet you. Sorry, I don't usually like talking to folks at these things because uh, we're competitors or whatever. Although I'm not bidding I mean, today. Yeah. Oh, you're not? No, I'm selling. I uh, just wanted to keep an eye on things. They let you come in if you, you know, give one of the lots. So, I'm like I said, I'm new, so I don't know the procedure. Can yeah, you tell yeah, me yeah, what sure. you're selling, or is that weird? Um, it's uh, it's it's uh yeah. I'll tell you not right now. You don't have to worry about it because you're not going to win win it. It's uh, oh, why is that? There's, there's going to be some high rollers. Uh, let's just say that, and I might be sitting at the same bar as them. They're going to win this one. So, uh, oh, you know. the the wolves. Yeah, yeah, them. Oh. I see. So let me see. Uh, maybe you're. It's ah. Uh, <laughs> it's a slab of raw meat, right? No, that would be kind of gross to have yeah. it in your ship. Well, and... they're wolves. They're, I'm sorry. I was oh, trying to make funny. a joke. Yeah, I'm just a good. little nervous. Yeah. Are you are you here looking for something? Uh, I mean, you know, I. It's more of I'm trying to find a gift. Oh, that's a weird place to come to for that. You should go to a, like a store that sells gifts. Well, I'm trying to impress. I. I can't give her name, um, but uh, one of those, huh? Yeah, and she's a pretty big deal back okay. in uh, Founders Wake, and I think we need something. You know, if I'm going to get her attention, it has to be pretty special. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, good. Best of luck for you. Uh, you wouldn't happen to be selling anything romantic, would you? <sighs> make a uh, make a purse. Wait, no, you're lying. Make a deception check. No, you're not. No, yes, you are. <laughs> roll, uh, roll uh, Sorry, we're so, like, deep. The, onions, the onion the of onion lies is, is very thick. I got thick onion. Uh, are you fucking kidding me? Devo gets another crit failure. Now, Travis, listen, it's better to get these now instead of, like, I know. when a demon is throwing a hell I'd ball. rather get it when the demon's yeah. doing it than, like, in a story, a fun story yeah. time. Uh, this, this cobalt star uh, says, uh, you're lying. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. I'm on assignment. It's a on assignment, huh? Yeah. Cool. Cool. What, uh, from a friend of ours secret? asked me to come here and and buy something for him. And, and I'm trying to get information about it because this is my first time here. And I don't want to fuck it up. They are going to eat you alive, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's probably true. You know, but I'm I'm just going to try to do my best. Uh, okay. I'm not bidding. Um, How much are you working with? <sighs> This is one of those things, man, where I don't even know if the number I'm about to say is a good number. <sighs> 20. Right. It's not a great number. There's yeah, a lot of numbers that are so. much bigger than that. Yeah. Uh, and only 19 that are smaller. 21, yeah. for instance. Mm, 22. Yes, of course. But uh, you actually it. have 24 lux if you add in your pool uh, that you had already. Um, this guy says, I mean, you, you may be able to get it. Depends on what you're bidding on. It's not going to be my thing because that's certainly going to be a little bit higher than 24. You know what? I'm just going to throw it out because yeah. you seem like a straight shooter and I want to reply the same way. Some kind of book or something? No. Oh, books can be tricky. Sometimes they have like a big spell in them or whatever. People go crazy for that no, shit. No, this isn't like that. Okay. Well, if it's not like that, then I, you know, it's it's within the realm of possibilities. I've been to a few of these things and there's stuff that does sell for less than that. But are you telling me the truth now? Yeah. Absolutely am. Okay. I want this to be a fun day to watch for me personally. 
And so I am going to say the best thing you can do with the amount of money that you have now is drive up the price on every other thing that is for sale today so that your opponents don't have <laughs> don't have the money. Okay? You know to I, be careful with that. Yes? I think I can maybe we can do a little uh do you know the phrase quid pro quo? Yeah. Well, see those wolves down there? They're mm -hmm. pretty fucking mad at me. All and right. anything I bid on, they're gonna try to outbid me on. So if they want what you're selling, yeah, I can drive up the price on that. But I need something from you. He looks around and he says, um, what is that? I need you to help spread the word that you heard there was some kind of bullshit book on the auction. Worthless hmm. as far as you can tell. And what do I get out of this? I'm going to drive up the price of whatever you're selling. Uh, make a, hmm. Cool. A cool guy check. Yeah. Cool deal. Cool yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give you advantage of this. Make a persuasion check. Well, okay. It was a five plus seven. And a two plus, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, he says, all right. Yes, I had a 12. Uh, he says, I'll, I'll be straight with you, dude. I feel like I've given you a lot of information here and that my side of whatever trade we got going is, is upheld at this point. Also, what you are suggesting is a kind of collusion that will very quickly get you banned from these things. Okay, and yeah, then no, we definitely no offense, won't but I kind do of need, wink. I kind of need this. No, nope, not a wink. I won't do that. But you got uh, it, man. Wink. But you should drive up the prices wherever you can. <laughs> you got it. Wink. I can't see. Your <laughs> I face. know that's why I'm saying it because I have okay, uh, cool. scales for a head. Yeah, <laughs> I'm winking right now. Yeah, so All right, I'm saying wink so that you can. Hear I, me. You. I really appreciate oh, your help. You. Wink. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's I. <laughs> It's my pleasure. Wink. Sorry, yeah. now I just have something in my eye. You, you'll, you'll, you'll beat this thing. Um, do we have time to do one more thing with Zooks? When Jeremy turns to dump the clams, I'm going to make a sleight of hand check. Oh I love my. that sentence out of context, by the way. Go on. <laughs> when Jeremy when Jer turns to dump the clams, when a young man's fancy turns to turns romance. Turns to clams. Uh, Before I do that, let me ask you something. Okay. We, we are under surveillance from the audio in the in the uh, callers, right? right? Are we under any kind you would of not, video You would not know that. You have not been... All right. Nobody has communicated that to you because... I am then I'm going to take a chance. Okay. I'm going to take a chance. When Jeremy turns to dump the clams in the garbage, um, Zooks does a sleight of hand check and tries to snatch the carving knife from the catering table and secrete it inside his body uh, Cool. Um, I was going to make this check very high because I thought you were going to try and steal something from Jeremy. But if this is what you are doing, then that is a horse of a different color. I, it just seems like that's something Zooks yeah, would for do. Sure. I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, It's absolutely in character for Zooks. Just since you've been in here, you have not seen, you know, any sort of ca like fantasy camera or whatever. Um, but there are, you know, Lots of people in this room, so that is kind of what you're contesting with this sleight of hand check. Um, I'm going to tell you that this is going to be a fairly low. I'm going to set it at a DC 10. I can get under that. Over, over. You want to be, you want to be over. Oh, no, yeah. Now I understand what the problem is. I know, I know what I want to do, but I can get, get under, under that. that. Yeah, for sure. All right. So sleight of hand check, right? Yep. 
Please. This is where. Please. Oh my God. Matt, yes. 20, 23. Yes. That's Dad, Matt you 20. steal all the knives. Um, they turn yeah, around, I'll, the whole table's gone. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'll give you this. You, you, you get that knife in your body easy. Nobody even looked at you. While your hand is like on the table, is there something else on here that you get greedy to get? With a nat 20, I'll give that um, give you that for free. Tongs. Okay. A set of tongs. A nice set of tongs. Great. Add it to the, yeah, add it to the character sheet, baby. Everybody needs tongs. Absolutely. Grab. It's a nice set. Um, tongs. And then in... The gas carving knife. Yes. And then from above you, Zooks, and from above the bar, Devo, and in a speaker in the bathroom. Amber, you all hear another chime. And a voice says... Please make your way to the auction hall. We are ready to begin. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.